Welcome to Below the Surface. I'm your host, Terry Wilkinson. Happy September, everybody. So as we say goodbye to summer, because, you know, Labor Day is pretty much the end of summer for most of us, even though September 22nd is our official day of fall, um, most of us say goodbye to summer after Labor Day, just by natural, I don't know, design. Um, Anyways, summer is coming to a close. A lot of us are um, closing chapters and doing different things, new beginnings, new schools, new jobs. Um, just new things coming up in this new season of life. And so, and since September is new, a new season or the beginning of a new season, um, I have decided to start my new season of Below the Surface this, this um, fall. Um, and so, uh, welcome to a new season of Below the Surface. I've been on a break trying to get myself together, both personally and professionally, I'm learning to manage my life and all the new things that have come into it um, and really trying to find my way and navigate through this new season of my life. And while I begin this new season of my life, um, I want to share with you all some of the things that I've been working on. One of the things that I have really been trying to work on is my anxiety. Um, For some of you, anxiety may just be a feeling of fear or just uneasiness, worrying, things like that. Um, For myself, I had not realized that through healing and through um, some of the things that I've overcome that I have now developed more anxiety, I think, than I ever have in my life before. And I've been trying to figure out where that comes from. Like, why am I so anxious? What is happening to me where I feel, you know, not necessarily persistent worry and fear about every situation, whereas I'm thinking about it every five minutes or something like that, um, but really more about my actions and how they are anxiety-provoking. Um, and so let me really try to be a little bit more clear. When I started to really look at my anxiety, and right now I am still examining my anxiety, so I'm in the process, I have through conversations with other people, through trying to do my own work and healing, I have realized that anxiety and fear are really hand in hand. Fear is anxiety provoking. But where does fear come from? Well, or people will be like, oh, I'm not scared. Where does that, what do you mean fear? Is that it's not about just being scared, but fear has us operating from a place of um, anxiety where we are facing a difficult problem. And before we take in action, we find ourselves staying complacent in situations out of fear. Out of fear, we will stay in relationships. We will stay at jobs. We will stay stuck in life, not going to the next level. Fear keeps you sort of hostage. Um, and every situation, just about, just think about it. Any situation that you have a hard time making a decision about it, a hard time trying to figure out what your next move is. And I guarantee you that somewhere at the beginning of that problem or that issue that you're having is rooted in fear. It's rooted in fear. 
To manage my own fears, I've been learning how to pinpoint the source of my anxiety. Because most of our fears have deeper roots. They come from our childhood, trauma that we've experienced, relationships that we've been in, um, our experiences, our life experiences. And unfortunately, some of them we are not so aware of because, like I said, they come from childhood. You might not have recognized that because your mom was a certain way or your dad was a certain way or you experienced this with your grandmother raising you, that you yourself now as the adult that you are, are still holding on to some things that are keeping you in a place of fear um, from childhood. It's very easy to stay in a place um, because you're not recognizing that the little girl in you or the little boy in you is still holding on to things that happened, you know, 20 years ago, um, 30 years ago, depending on the situation, 40 years ago. You got people living in their 60s who are still paralyzed in fear and never got to live the life that they wanted to live, all because they are still stuck in that space. They might be 68, but they're still that eight-year-old child that, you know, was paralyzed by fear because of something that an adult did to them or something that was out of their control. I recognize now that life happens to you, but it also happens for you. Although we are fearful of different things and our anxiety might get the best of us in some situations, there's nothing wrong with having a little fear. Fear can also push you to do things that you otherwise would not do. But you want to be on the side where you are tapping into how to use fear to propel you forward rather than keep you stuck where you are. Determining the source of your anxiety isn't to give you an excuse to keep living in fear. It's really to help you assert the power over those fears so that they no longer can control you. Once you identify the source, you can change your narrative and change your mindset. The first step is recognizing that you have a choice. We all do. It's easy to blame others for our emotions and to continue to feel out of control. But we can take charge of our life and learn how to stop living in fear. You have to stop the excuses. For myself, this has probably been the most difficult portion of trying to heal and trying to free myself from fear. Blaming other people for your problems is very easy. You can blame your mama, your daddy, your sister, your cousin, your brother. You can blame the lunch lady for not giving you your food on time. doesn't matter, but that keeps us from avoiding our problems. And it leaves somebody else to clean up our mess. And although we sometimes are not the person who causes the mess for ourselves, especially in childhood, nobody asks for the situations that they may be presented with. However, when we become an adult, we have the responsibility and the accountability to be there for ourselves and to change our story. Other people are not going to come and save you. Nobody's coming in a knight in shining armor to save you and pull you out of whatever dark place that you're in. God sometimes even lets us go through things and tries to push us and put us in certain situations just so we can pull ourselves up out of it. Because we have the ability to do so. Nobody's the master of your destiny. There's endless possibilities for you if you choose to open the door for those possibilities. Taking charge of your life means that you yourself hold yourself accountable and you have stopped the excuses. 
There's always an issue where there's not enough time. You don't have the money. You don't have the resources. You don't have family. You don't have support. You're too busy. And we hide behind those excuses instead of taking action to move forward. And we stay where we are, using excuses as our comfort zone, living right where we are and complacent because they're safe. And there's always the safe option. And in the safe option, it means that I don't actually have to do anything. I don't have to hold myself accountable. I can keep blaming other people, blaming the fact that I don't have this and that, and I can stay exactly where I'm at. But are you truly where you want to be in life if you continue to do that? I most certainly was not. I have reached a certain point in my life right now where I have been really operating from fear. And the crazy thing is there are things that have changed in my life that have been for the better. But because of the experiences that I've had, I sort of lost myself in that I got a little scared. How do I go forward? How do I know this is going to work out? How do I know that the resources are going to be there? How do I know this is going to be different than before? How do I know I'm not going to end up, you know, I'm going to be broke again or something's going to happen where I'm going to have to be in a bad relationship or I'm going to have to deal with certain things because it sounded safe in my mind to just stay where I was. I would encourage you to think about those situations where you are having a hard time making a decision. And think about the excuses that you've been making for yourself, why you can't do certain things, why you're not able to show up for you. And once you identify those things and you stop the excuses, now it's time for you to turn your shoulds into musts. No more excuses. If you have in your mind that you don't have a choice, then you don't have one. You'll find yourself always talking about shoulda, coulda, wouldas and whatever it is that you thought could have happened and dreaming because your shoulds are just that, shoulds, and nothing was a must for you. You'll find yourself one day, maybe a senior citizen if you're lucky, 60, 70, 80, talking about the things that you wish you would have done or the things you should have done or could have done. If you don't want to be that person, then you have to recognize that you have a choice, and that choice is committing to a must. When you commit yourself to a must, achieving the goal is an absolute thing that you must do. It's not optional. You've, given your, you've taken away the choice, and you've given yourself a commitment. You've made a commitment, and now you have to act on it. The problem is that most people don't want to commit to a must because usually committing to a must means sacrifice. Sacrifice of something. But sacrifice wouldn't be a question if you yourself decide that the life that you want is bigger and more important than the should that you have created in your mind to keep you exactly where you are. People don't understand that sacrifice, and I'm learning, and I'm telling you, easier said than done. Sacrifice. Sacrifice is a part of our journey in which we are able to propel ourselves forward, freeing us. It's freedom. Sacrifice is freedom because when you make that sacrifice, and not, I'm not talking about sacrificing your happiness, sacrificing, you know, living a good life, sacrificing your self-care, That's not, or being a sacrifice for others. And that's not what I mean by sacrifice. When I say sacrifice, I mean that if you want to go a certain place in life, there are certain things that you have to do. There's a certain level of discipline or obedience that you must have in order to achieve a certain goal. And for you, 
that might mean late nights, early mornings, um, going to the gym three times a week. That might mean when the first red flag comes up in a relationship that you walk away because sacrifice means that when somebody shows you who they are the first time, the second time you don't give them an opportunity to do you like that, you know your worth, you know your standards. That's what I mean by sacrifice. Sacrifice can be whatever it is that you will need in order to get to where you're trying to go in a healthy way. So sometimes that means that we have to cut out certain relationships take decline certain um, job opportunities, not take money for certain things. It means that there's a level of obedience that we have to ourselves and discipline that we're trying to enact in order to be the person that we say that we want to be. Whatever it is, excuses go out the window. And that means that, okay, yeah, this is going to take some time. And this means that I have to give up a year of this. But in order to get that, the bigger picture, then I'm going to do it. Really, it means, bottom line, is not settling and not compromising what you really want. To change your mindset, imagine if you, yourself, let's say 75 years old, how many things nearing the end of your life would you regret because you stayed in a place of fear? You're going to be sitting in that rocking chair reflecting on how you live, talking to your grandkids and thinking, wow, I didn't achieve nothing that I wanted to achieve. I didn't do this. I didn't do that. And then you'll think about the course of your life and you'll be having regrets or you'll wish you had more time. But right now you have time. Right now you have opportunity. If you can hear my voice and you're listening to me, so long as you know you make it through the end of the day and if you wake up tomorrow and the next day and the next day, Every day that you get up and you get another 24 hours, take that as an opportunity to not live in fear and to propel yourself forward to do something that you want to do, to live the life that you want to live. Adopt a growth mindset. Stop being in a situation where you got to stay exactly where you are. People often give up on what they want just because they believe that reaching their goal is not attainable. You have the abilities. All that you are, all that you want in life, it can, be, it can be done. It might take some time. People will tell you that, hey, you know, you at, at 30, you can't do this. Or at 40, you can't do this. And there's these timelines that society gives us and, you know, the world gives us. And they have their views on how things are supposed to happen and in what order. You're supposed to go out here. You're supposed to find somebody. You're supposed to be in a relationship for this amount of time. You're supposed to be married by this time. You're supposed to be, you know, getting a successful job. You go to college. You do this. You do that. But it's not the same for everybody. And so we can't live by society expectations. And really, we have to live by our own. And the person who defines those expectations it's not the world. It's yourself. Having a growth mindset means that you are fixed on your abilities and you know that they are flexible. Things happen. Things change. Life is going to keep coming at us. But we are in control. We have a choice. We have a choice that when things fall apart, to pick ourselves back up. We have a choice that when people treat us bad, we have a choice to not deal with those people. We have choices in everything that we do. Sometimes we don't like those choices because it feels like we're abandoning someone or that we won't be loved or that we might be lonely or that we might not get the money that we want. We might not have the life that we want, the house we want, the car we want. All those things keep us 
staying where we are because we want to just have what we have right now because it feels better than actually sacrificing something to get what we want. Nothing in life comes easy. You have to work for what you want. There's no way that you think that you're going to go somewhere and you're in a car that has no gas and you think that it's going to just magically start going. Even if you put it in neutral, you're still not going to get that far. And if you're expecting that people are going to push that car for you and get you where you're trying to go, I mean, you're a better man than me. There isn't one successful person in this world who hasn't had to overcome major obstacles and push themselves forward despite their circumstances. Pain brings valuable insight to our lives. If we choose to have a growth mindset and recognize that pain is only a temporary thing, it might be a painful experience, it might feel like failure, disappointment, or might look like a dead end. But remember that we are adaptable. I don't know a person in life who hasn't been through anything and can't say that, hey, I've overcome this or overcome that. We have all at some point in our lives overcome things that we could have never imagined overcoming in the first place. But that comes from a place of inner strength. And that means that that inner strength is greater than any fear that we might have. While we might still be scared and we might have some anxiety about something, it's not crippling. It's not debilitating. It's not keeping us where we are. That's learning not to live in fear, but rather using fear, ironically, to do something that you actually want to do. But it doesn't come without sacrifice. It doesn't come without pain. People want everything to be, you know, wrapped up real nice, perfect gift so that you can feel better about having certain things. I'm telling you, nothing that I have right now, even, and even the things that I'm working for, it doesn't come nice with a wrap, wrap with a pretty bow. It comes with late nights and sacrifice and everything that, you know, that I didn't think was going to, you know, come with it. it. It didn't come easy is my point. Nothing does. So taking that into account doesn't mean that you just stay in certain situations because you want it to be easy. It's not going to come easy. I'm not saying put yourself through the, the through the ringer to stay in like that relationship that you know is already at a dead end. I'm not saying stay in that job where you know you're going to stay where you are and there's no there's there's a ceiling there that's going to keep you exactly where you are. I'm not saying that you should stay in a situation where you know you have limited funds and you don't have resources and at any moment you're living in fear because if a crisis comes now and you don't have no savings, you don't have nothing. What I'm saying is you recognize those situations for what they are and no matter what the situation is, you take yourself up out of it because you have a choice. You might have limited resources. You might have limited finances. You might not have, I mean, you might be limited in any other area. But whatever your limitations are, I encourage you to think about what your res- resolutions can be. And although you might think that, hey, it's not just this one thing that I can find. Man, list those things out. There are options. There are not options when we say we don't have options, but when we say we got options, we got options. Mastering your emotions and changing your mindset is psychological, but it's also physical. A lot of the things that we fear, actually, psychologically, they impact us physically. And if you can really start to hone in on that, you can make some physical changes within, like getting up, forcing yourself to do certain things. 
pushing yourself to take care of your body, your own self-care. It can push you to be the person that you're trying to be and change your mindset because physical and psychological go hand in hand. You might be feeling psychologically beat, but if physically you can pull yourself to get up and keep fighting that day, then you can pull yourself out of a situation. Then as you keep exercising and doing certain things to take care of yourself and take care of your body, you can have an impact on your psychological and vice versa. Self-care is always important in any instant. And I mean, I am really trying to preach self-care. If there's anything that I want anybody to learn is self-care. And what it really means to take care of yourself. Because a lot of times we get into a space where we want to be the savior for everybody else. Because that, (laughs) it helps us to take the focus off of ourselves. There's no better way than to not take care of yourself by focusing on others. But you know, when I was young, my mother used to say, focus on yourself. Don't worry about what they're doing. Focus on yourself. You ain't got nothing to do with that. Mind your business. And so in that instance, when they say mind your business, mind your business has a whole new meaning for me. Mind your business means I need to mind the business of myself, me. Take care of myself because I ain't no good to nobody out here if I ain't taking care of me first. Nobody. No kids, no man, no person, no job, no nothing. If I ain't taking care of me and minding my business, then how can I be out here trying to help somebody else? That's a clear case of you got some issues and you try not to deal with your own issues. So stop taking on other people's problems to keep you where you are and take time to start focusing on self. Life is complicated, but nobody is truly helpless. Everybody has a choice. When people say they don't have a choice, they're actually making a choice. Because when you choose not to go forward just because you feel like you've run out of options, that is indeed a choice. Similarly, you can choose to do something different. You can choose to have a different life. You can choose to surrender to the flow of life and welcome whatever it gives you with peace. Life is going to keep happening. That's the thing about it. It's going to keep happening. Even when you're dead and gone, life is still happening for the rest of the people that you leave behind. Life goes on. So while life is coming at you, you can't choose to just keep sitting down every time something doesn't go the way that you want it to go. That's where sacrifice comes in. That's where pushing ourselves comes in. That's where not being paralyzed by fear comes in. Because as we start to move through things, it will get better. Things are temporary. Problems are going to come. They're going to come despite whatever. But transformation is possible. You can let go of things when your perspective changes. And be mindful of you living in now. And live authentically. Be exactly who you are or who you want to be in this world. And hold on to that. And surrender to the things that you can't change and the people that you can't change around you. Challenges are to come. But when you can't manage something or you can no longer control the outcome of a situation, surrender. Surrender. Take what you are, take what your values are, And find peace of letting go. No more judging other people. No more staying stuck where we are. No more using other people as our excuses or the reasons why we can't do something. Hold ourselves accountable. I encourage you guys this week to really think about what fear 
is holding you back and what some real solutions are for you to overcome whatever you think is holding you back. I guarantee you that if you just start somewhere, you can make a difference and you can free yourself from the fear. Giving up is easy, but your life matters and giving up will only cost you much more in the end. Life is a gift and if you take it seriously, you will look back one day and be thankful that you never gave up. You can become the best version of yourself by accepting yourself today and loving yourself and choosing not to give up on yourself. Give yourself another chance. What are you waiting for? This has been another episode of Below the Surface. Thank you for listening. Join me next week for an episode on toxic positivity as I go below the surface on what it means to be toxic him positive.